0: The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, Telesouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of Telesouth Media Incorporated. Well, it's safe to
1: say we probably never met. Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life, soaking wet, but do not fret up my friend a little bit of rain is not how this thing ends
0: but sometimes we forget so if you understand let me see those hands because everybody needs a little hope welcome to hope the program that offers hope to the struggling hope for the depressed and hope for the oppressed now here are your hosts tommy wilson bobby Caps, and wesley jackson
2: well, good morning, everyone. We welcome you to our show right here in downtown Corinth at Super Talk Radio Station. We're here with our friend, uh, Dr. Phil. Uh, that's what Sandy Childs named him. So we're going to stay with that. If she named him, that's the way it's got to be. Uh, so, boy, it's a beautiful day. It's been a beautiful week. The weather has been great. I mean, its uh, I got out and been walking every morning. It's been hard to believe, man. It's the end of June. Today's the last day of June tomorrow wesley's july the first starts uh our our time in july but listen uh today is a special time a special day in in the life of the freedom center wesley tell us what's going on with the life of the freedom center today
1: we're excited we're excited one of our guys we're having another graduation it's a big week for the freedom center we've been celebrating brad and uh his success through the program, and we're just excited what the Lord started in his life, and uh, we're excited about tonight. we got we, a big graduation coming yeah, up.
2: Yeah, we uh, we looked. We opened December the 1st there and here with a residential program, and we've had 20 men check yeah. in, go through admissions, and, and do the intake, and Brad is number nine that's graduating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's exciting. Uh, we met Brad through, uh, we've known Brad for a long time, met him through Living Free and stuff, and, man, we're excited. Just to see things happen in these guys' life is something. Uh, Bobby, as, as you think about the men that's come through, and uh, um, uh, just the verse that comes to my mind is, you know, the, the Lord is near the broken heart. Mm. He saves those <laughs> crushed in spirit. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that verse. I think about these guys. They come in broken hearted. Some, you know, a lot of them, most of them, is crushed in spirit. But the Lord's near them, guys. The Lord, the Lord saves them, guys. And that's what we stand on. Uh, we, we stand on the belief that the Lord Jesus can set people free. And that's the reason we do what we do each day.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, faith comes by hearing. And, uh, and what they need is to believe. Uh, to have a faith, to have something to believe, uh, that changes everything. And faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God. And we've anchored our whole thought on is that if God will talk to them, if He will give them something to believe, and if they believe it, then everything's going to change. I mean, you know, the rest of this stuff really is working out that salvation. And and so, uh, and and so that's it. You know, God resists the proud; uh, He gives grace to the humble. Uh, And our gods have been humbled by life, by their own choices. They show up. And by the way, as God is speaking to them there, there's more humbling to be done in in a lot of them. I mean, you know, God has to... I thought that I was fairly humble when I showed up. Brad is, can testify to this. Every single person, but boy, God had more work to do to get yeah. me to where He needed, where I could get my ears open. But I'm just promising. He's not sitting there punishing me. He's just saying, "Look, you'll never trust in me until you're humbled. You'll never do it. You'll always think you can do it. You always think you can solve it. Always, you always, you've got all your little cool ways around stuff. And the thing is, is that I've got to show you that I'm your hope and I'm your strength." And there ain't no other hope, and there ain't no other strength. And so, and, and a lot of the process at the Freedom Center is God convincing guys of their weakness, God convincing guys of His strength, and then getting them to trust into Him.
2: Yeah, and to follow that up and just stand with the program, because as you begin that process, uh, it brings up a lot of deep wounds. It deal, yeah, It sure. brings up things that you don't want to deal with, and a lot of people run from that. Bobby's famous uh, quote is hugging a cactus. Sometimes you have to hug the cactus. Well, yeah, and, I and, mean, and You're and going to have
3: to. And what that means is, is that healing is painful, um, and we want to run away from the pain of healing, right? We want to either medicate it or learn how to cope with it, either coping or doping, and that's kind of gotten us into the trouble that we're in. And and uh, I tell somebody, I, I, I had a really bad burn when I was a boy, and I remember as it was healing, that the pain of it healing was almost as bad as the burn itself it would itch like crazy it would hurt like crazy but all that pain was healing and 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 uh, and, and so what happens is is that sometimes we're afraid of that pain we don't want to grab a hold of that cactus because we know that it hurts but it's already stuck in us anyways and and um and, and so God, God has to heal a lot of stuff with these guys while they're there. He has to show them himself while he's there. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and, and he does. I mean, he, he's faithful to his word. Yeah. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And, and uh, these guys have a faith when they leave. Uh, they, have a, a, uh, they have a God who they can trust. Uh, and a lot of them have never had an authority figure they can trust in their whole lives. Yeah, Bobby, one of the things that we were talking about
1: earlier this morning is we we really get to bring the guys to a lot of different looks, a lot of different <clears throat> meetings, and that's where one of the ways I feel like we find a lot of success, but I've heard it time and time again from the guys that as we go to these different meetings and, and the Lord starts to move on their life, they start hearing the same thing at these meetings. He's speaking to them in that way and it's really, he's starting to expose their heart and what they need to work on and it's you know, it's fun to see the Lord's is really just to start to move on them and them to be receptive to that. And and it's everywhere we go. It's not just at the Freedom Center, or not just at Sparks, or at Crosswinds, but everywhere we go, He's revealing Himself to them, and they're just clinging on to it. And man, it's it's awesome to watch. It's fun to see the lights start to come on in their in their eyes and the hope being restored back in their life.
2: Well, I, uh I call it doing life with them. Uh, you know, it just ain't keeping them in a uh, community room there at the Freedom Center Mm -hmm. all day long and going through this book and that book. And we do that, but it's also about getting out in our vehicles and going into our community and seeing how you can walk in a restaurant with your head raised up and being able to order food. You not you know, we don't get it to go. We go in and sit around in the community. Uh, You know, during basketball season, Wesley, we was able to carry – Yeah. We went to basketball games and Mm -hmm. things like that, so – Wes
3: takes them to the gym. Those brave well, enough to go. Oh yeah, wow. takes yeah. them to the gym now. <laughs> when
2: he goes to the restaurant, they're all brave enough to go. Yeah, <laughs> they're all brave enough
1: to go. Hey, we don't work out quite as hard as we, but we we give it a we give it a try.
2: Uh, There's some things we look forward to, and the meal there sure. is. Uh, and guys, we're going to get involved with Brad Johnson's uh, testimony and his life on, in the next segment. The next couple of segments, we're going to let Brad chat. Brad share some stuff. Uh, Right quick, Brad, introduce yourself to everybody.
4: Hey, I'm Brad Johnson. Uh, I'm from Booneville, Mississippi. Um, Grew up in church all my life. Um, Should've learned more than what I did. I've I've run around here for 30 years acting like an idiot. I've had a little Mm -hmm. sobriety time uh, along in that 30 years, but not much. And uh, really sitting back and looking at the devastation that uh, I've caused my life over 30 years worth of addiction and and acting out. It, it, it's really humbling.
2: Well, and and Brad, we'll get into a lot of that in the next segment. But I mean, you've been uh, a business guy. I mean, your whole life you've been successful. So, and you've, you you've been up and down. So you know what down. life's. You know what life's about. So. Guys, if you're listening and you, you need some hope today, you've got a friend that may be struggling with addiction or going through some hard times with uh, business-wise or something, it may be a good time to call and reach out to them. Tell them to turn into Super Talk. Tune in to Supertalk uh, 94.3 right here. We're going to have Brad sharing his story, but also later on today, this his story will be on our podcast. You can go to livingfreecaramp.com. Click on the listen thing. We have a podcast thing there. It'll be our new episode with Brad Johnson's name on it and stuff. And we'll have that posted later this afternoon. We get to do this program. We get to do everything we do, really, by the grace of God. But He, cho- he chooses people and He allows people in our community and other places to support us. And it's been, it's really amazing, if you just sit it, Wesley and Bobby, at the folks that support our ministries yeah. and things. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thankful today and grateful for everyone, from all, just from the smallest to the biggest. But for this radio show, we've got some folks that sponsors our radio show. Gatlin's Pharmacy over in Tishomingo, our friend Bart and Don Dorn. Uh, they support our radio show, our ministry. We're thankful for Bart. Wilco Real Estate Group, that's my wife her, her real estate group is on fire Listen, the housing market is not down in this area If you want to sell your home uh, you, you have a plan uh, to sell And you got a plan to move Call my wife, my daughter and that team My wife told me that yesterday afternoon For the month of June They, all, they done almost 30 closings Listen folks, that's one a day I'm telling you, the housing market is on fire. My, my daughter was closing one yesterday, closing one tomorrow. Uh, my daughter's 22. She's going to bring a lot of energy to that. Uh, so, hey, use the Wilco Real Estate Group for any of your uh, real estate needs. Buying, selling, or just any kind of question, call Maria, Olivia, and that group. Uh, they have seven or eight agents, so all of them is top-notch. Subways, our friend Daniel Arthur at our local Subways, I'm thankful for that group, man. They've impacted my life. It was because of his dad. Uh, I'm I'm at where I'm at, really. I'm I'm thankful for the local subways. Nick Bain, we use Nick for a lot of our legal needs. Well, we encourage you to use Nick Bain for your legal needs. Living Free Ministries and Crosswind Ministries—they've just been in our community, helping a lot of folks do a lot of different things. And so I'm I'm thankful for the partnership and friendship with them too. Guys, we're going to take a break. We're going to be right back with Brad Johnson.
0: Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy,
2: 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson. Memorial Day is coming, and gone, but to sell a car and mattress furniture outlet will continue. Recliners starting at 2 dollars Two-piece living room suits, 4 dollars Mattresses on sale, adjustable beds on sale. And also, we have over 30 inflatables to choose from for your summer parties call 662-287-7511 to book yours now. And you got to remember, you got to come 3 miles west of High Prices to get them deals.
0: Bain & Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program at Bain & Bowen. now back to hope with
2: tommy wilson bobby caps and wesley jackson hey folks we welcome you back uh, our radio show hope we love what we get to do uh, we just encourage folks uh, you know we we want to learn how to laugh with folks cry with folks but biggest thing we want to do is learn how to pray for you and pray we uh, i was just reading a text message of uh, someone sent us here on the air that uh that's in a desperate situation you know, tough situation uh, I don't have all, I don't have the answers but I can always direct you to the people that can get the answers uh, I'm Tommy Wilson I co-host this show with Wesley Jackson Bobby caps and man we uh, we get to do life together and help a lot of folks and today we got a special guest Wesley uh, Brad Johnson is was Brad introduced himself said he' was from Boomer. He has been uh, in Booneville his whole life. Where would you go to school at, Brad? I went to Newside in Marietta. site. So you went to the school at Marietta and then to Newside? That's right. What year did you graduate there? 95.
4: 95.
2: 1995.
4: Had yes. a baby that <laughs> same year.
2: So.
1: <laughs> Told his age, didn't he? Yeah.
2: So, uh, note of Brad or note his, of his family his whole life. They, they had a business there in Boonville. I grew up in Boonville. And, but I met Brad, I don't know, what year did you go to the home Grace? Um,
4: 2018.
2: So I met Brad sometime really in 1718, right there. And, uh, I met you, Brad, cause really your life was in a mess. Right, right. And, uh, so you went to the home Grace, you come back and, uh,
4: uh. I stayed 20 months sober after, um, I, I said close to two years, my wife told me no it wasn't two years but I promise you she knows. The year, they right. don't let us exaggerate yeah, us.
2: if anybody <laughs> knows the truth my wife is yeah. so, my know. wife knows too
4: I stayed sober for 20 months and I got in shape and I was working and I, I just lost track of what was supposed to be in my life
2: Br- Brad last night Brad sang last night and guys listen if you're on Facebook, go to Grace Chapel's page, go to Last Night's Service, go to the, about the third song. Well, watch the whole thing. But the third song, Brad Johnson sang that song. What's the name of it?
6: Where I Find God.
2: Where I Find God. From the bar stool to the church pew, from driving the Chevrolet truck. I, I don't know, but <laughs> he absolutely knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Thank you. If yes, you sir. want to be blessed today, go listen to Brad Johnson sing that song. Would you learn how to sing, Brad?
4: Well, my mama taught me how to sing, singing in church. we go to. I grew up in Bunville Church, Christ there, and and uh, started out. Mom taught me how to sing an alto, then tenor, and then I learned soprano on my own, you know, because that's just the thing. But so, it's, it's my mom. You know I what he was saying? Did you know, know what said. he was saying there? I right? so he was I, kind of I, speaking like to I,
2: yeah, I didn't know what he was saying.
1: I, I'm monotoned. <laughs> yeah, I'm, my, they, they time out me yeah. when I get
2: singing. So, but no, man. So last night, old Brad, you said right there publicly that you'd been struggling with addiction for 30 years. Right. right. So you're 45 that's right so it. that puts you going back sometime around 15 years that's old the time i got my driver's license me yeah I started drinking. so what 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 how'd you get started what was the first drink? well you know
4: you know people in town or in ballin because you had to drive to ball and to get alcohol at that point in time yeah. so we would we'd drive to ball and i'd find somebody standing on the side of the road and i'd talk them into it i'd buy them a fifth if they'd buy me a fifth you know and something like that and, and then you'd go back and you'd be King of the party, because you had, to, had the fifth, yeah. you know.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, you finished high school. Uh, well, I yeah.
4: had a baby whenever I was graduating high school. Um, at 95, I, I had my daughter was born in 95. And uh, uh, we, I got married, uh, got married through that. That didn't work out very well. At 17-year-old, I don't think that it's a good thing for somebody to get married. They're just not ready yet. And uh, so that didn't work out very well. I stayed married for seven years, had another child, uh, my son Brian and my daughter Kristen. uh, uh, And I wanted to have both kids by the same mom, you know. So we did that. But I, in that time, had started taking volumes and doing things because life wasn't going like what I thought it should go and things. I won't go into that any further, but I started taking volumes and taking pills, and next thing you know, cocaine came up, and then crystal meth, and the first... How old was you
2: when you started doing cocaine and meth?
4: Well, the first time I ever done cocaine, I was 16 years old.
2: 16. Wow. All right. But meth, meth was on the scene in the 90s, too.
4: That's right. Matter of fact, I, I actually met you at your brother Me- BB's house. You just don't remember it. Yeah. Uh, uh, All right. <laughs> it was...
2: Meth, yeah, I was, I was. I remember
3: speed from back uh, when I when I and, and I think that was similar, but
2: uh, I can remember they were actually doing I've the real said, meth stuff. Oh yeah, in, we because I was uh, in in the early 90s mm-hmm. and even the late 80s, meth was, was me. my drug of choice. But I've always said in them days that crack cocaine had done a lot of harm in the black community. Meth had come along and started doing a lot of harm in the white community. You fast forward it to 2022, meth is in every, every community, everywhere. black, white, Hispanic, uh, rich, poor, uh, educated, non-educated, in the prison, out of the prison. Meth is everywhere. Meth is destroying our communities, and so. And it's the cheapest like, thing
3: you can get, in as now, Well, that's why it's so accessible to every every yeah. demographic.
2: So Brad, would it be fair to say that you're sitting here 45 years old and you're saying that meth and cocaine and prescription drugs messed your life up?
4: Oh yeah, they uh, definitely did. You know, at, in the early years, whenever it was mostly, well, I went to my first rehab when I was 21, 22, and that was because I had gotten on to meth at that time. And I couldn't How many programs have you been to now? Three, this is third okay um, and you know then I, I got off that I went to prescription pills whenever I got out and prescription pills was the longest stint of my addiction uh, in general was prescription medication um, that that was the longest stint and I always try to say I was a functional addict you know what I mean because I, I like you said I had come I've had a business my own doing a million dollars worth of building churches and houses at the same time. And uh, that all all, just crum- all, all crumbled because all I crum- didn't have the right foundation. Um, uh, I, I, you can't keep up with things like you're supposed to if you're messed up all the time in uh, just the way that it is. And, you know- So during
2: all this time, Brad, we're going through all this, was you in church?
4: I was going to church. I was not. I would go and grace myself at the doors, but it wasn't that I was listening half the time. I was sleeping in services. You know, I mean, it was. It, it wasn't that I was actually living for the Lord in any way at all. Uh,
2: so fast it Brad. Tell us what got you to the point of this time. I mean, you're 45 years old. You you've been with us now for 10 weeks. What got you to the point of wanting to do something different? Well, this last time since I
4: relapsed, about two years ago, it it was about a 20-month stint. I I was sober 20 months, and I had been using for 20 months before I came in here. Um, I knew, this is the first time that I knew that I did not want to be living the way that I was living, but I could not get out of the way that I was living. It it, it was, I I hated it. I kept telling my wife it wasn't, worth, it wasn't worth the cost. It's not worth the cost. What I'm doing is not going to be worth the cost. It never... And I kept saying that, but then I'd go and I'd do it again. And uh, I couldn't get away from the addiction. Uh, this, and it, it, it's, uh, what is,
3: The Bible calls that uh, bondage. <laughs> you know, in 2 Timothy 2.26, it says that we've been taken captive by our enemy and led away by our enemy to do His will. I mean that in captive man, you felt that I couldn't get away. Listen to all the different ways that you're saying that I couldn't get away. I couldn't stop. I mean, and I mean that's it. I've been taken captive. Yeah. Sometimes I start doing drugs, but then they start doing me, and it's over when they start doing me. I'm captive. There's a lot of people. And, and uh, by the way, I'm I yield myself. That, you know, it starts with me, right, Brad? Mm-hmm. I, I'm yielding myself to something that eventually takes me. But I mean, I, I, I walked in the house, but eventually the doors got locked.
2: I want to give you our phone number. Maybe you want to text and ask Brad a question. We're going to go deeper into this about, you know, coming out of that, what a life-controlling problem. You know, there's a lot of people that is walking around these streets out here today that is in such bondage of some sort of addiction more than our friends that's out here in the local jail. You know, and, and Brad's testimony proves that. He uh, had a lot of positive things going on, but he was controlled. He was controlled by some sort of powder and stuff. So, man, I'm, our phone number for any kind of text question is 662-603-9829. Again, 662-603-9829 is a text number that you can text and ask us question. Maybe you got a comment for Brad. Uh, if you got somebody you need to get online with us, it's Supertalk FM Carinth. Supertalk Carinth. They can join us online. We're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back.
6: This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is, quite simply, what type of help? Baines and Bowen. Attorneys
0: at Law are proud to be a part of this program. At Baines and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen. Attorneys at Law will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson.
2: Well, we welcome you back to our show, Super Talk, here. Our show, Hope, that's uh, on the Super Talk station. Man, we're grateful to be here today. I'm here with my friend Bobby Coutts, Wesley Jackson, Dr. Phil, <laughs> and we've got a dear friend, Brad Johnson. Brad's been sharing the story of body of addiction and how it just messed up meth and cocaine made his life. He has been with us 10 weeks at the Freedom Center. He'll be graduating tonight. Our graduation service is a big deal to us, and so we host that out at Living Free Ministries and uh, Brad will be singing and sharing a little more tonight. And man, uh, our team will be sharing tonight too. Wesley, you've spent ten weeks with Brad. You didn't really, uh, you really didn't know Brad till you come, did First you? First
1: day I met Brad was the day he checked in. So Ooh. great guy, brought him over there. Great, I mean, great, great, great guy. Guy. personality, I mean, just a and everything. caring guy. One of the guys I believe Brad works for. Um, just really felt moved and led to be part of Brad's. Uh, recovery story, the redemption in the Christ. That's what, that was one thing he said in our meeting was, you know, he just needs to get his, get his relationship with the Lord right. And man, it was moving to see another man so concerned with another man, you know, not, not any ties as far as relationship other than a work relationship and a work family, but it was the love of Christ that compelled this man to get him somewhere and get, be part of the journey and standing the gap and being encouragement and i tell you it encouraged me but I met brad that day and uh you know he was in a shape just like all of them that come through the door he was in a shape i've been there so it was uh it was a familiar sight but brad was uh was broken in a lot of ways for sure it was the it, beginning it hadn't of been
2: a, it hadn't been an easy stay for brad oh, for man. 10 weeks i mean brad's had some ups and downs and some setbacks and things so I mean we've seen brad i mean he's 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 got to hero he didn't walk out that well that was it. He didn't quit.
1: we talked about commitment the first day and committing himself to the program and brad stuck it out i think there's been times whenever it would have been easier to have left and just said the heck with it but brad said i'm gonna stick it out he came there for a purpose to finish something and uh, and that's just huge he stuck it out there's been a roller coaster ride to- uh, emotionally especially <sighs>
2: Two things, two things out, Brad. What does it feel like when you can look back now, 10 weeks, that you had a guy that wasn't Ken T, wasn't part of your family, that you was working for, that stepped up and said, Brad, I'm gonna pay for you to get in this program Mm, if you'll go. What what does that
4: mean? That that was humbling. Um, I've never worked for anyone else, period, in my life besides my dad or myself. and, and how I, long you been working I've been for working this guy? For Kevin for um, a year. February was a year. So, and so he
2: he he come to you. You go to and, him.
4: Well, actually, uh, I I knew I knew Kevin before. Yeah, we we worked out together. We we become friends. Uh, uh, and I asked him about work, and then uh, did, and, uh, and and you know I I. I sort of am embarrassed about the way that I did
2: yeah that's a good group I know yeah. I know him I know Rob but mm-hmm. hey to have a guy step up and say I'm gonna pay your way to get help mm. now he, he didn't have to but in other I mean in some ways he did he felt the move of God on him that he had to right. you know there's a gift of giving that talks to about in Romans 12 and my friend I, I used to say this Bobby that. Man, I, I just don't know if many people gets that gift. And Floyd Lamb told me, he said, oh, yeah, brother, they get it. They just don't use it. <laughs> uh, so, But this guy used it. Yeah. This guy w- had a heart to <coughs> help his brother. And then, then the second thing, Brad, there have been some times you wanted to leave. Sometimes oh, yeah. you he went in there and hit the wall. And, you face some hard circumstances, and it ain't over with. You're facing yeah. some things. To, I mean, I'm not going to go home when I leave here.
4: No. Yeah. Uh, uh, over the last 11 years, I've messed up with my wife.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So there's still circumstances and situations that really? you're having to walk through. That's hard, and don't know. And, how but that you looks. know what, Brad? You could have walked out and quit. You I could've. wanted to. I,
4: mm-hmm. I, I I wanted to several times. What uh,
2: what kept you there? Why why did you stay?
4: Um, prayer, uh, reading. I'll tell you what I did.
2: Did Ralph lock the doors? No.
4: <laughs> yeah, Ralph. Ralph was uh, he hugged on me and loved on me. But uh, what happened? I stayed up for four days. Didn't go to sleep. I, if I slept, it was thirty minutes. Read the Bible, nonstop, pretty much for those four days, and God delivered me from what was going on a little bit. Um, gave, he gave me the realization that it's not. I can't. I can't make anything happen. By I can't make anything happen. I've got to sit back and 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 try to do His will yeah,
3: yeah. I, 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 I can only uh, I used to not be trustworthy I can be trustworthy now by God's grace and by his power. I used to not be faithful to my wife or to any you know anything else. I can now be faithful by God's grace and by his power and but I can't control any of the outcomes of anything. Right. right. I mean, and we have to get over that. It's like I can be I can be the man that God wants me to be by his grace and his power, but I can't control how that's gonna affect anybody else in my world, especially the people that I've spent eleven years hurting, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. One of the things that Brad said in the break was, Listen, you know, I told you that I was raising church and hearing all the stuff, and, and but and then he said, But I didn't live any of it out. And this is what Jesus said about that. Jesus said, Listen, If you hear my words and you don't do them, then let me tell you, when the storms of life come, you will collapse. Mm. Your house will fall. But if you hear my words and you start acting those words out, if you hear my words and you believe them enough to believe that they're the truth and that they're from God and then you believe it enough to start doing it, then when the storms come, your house is going to stand. And that's what Jesus said. I mean, and that's the fundamental thing. I I was telling Brad in the break, It's like, man, I was a religious boy. I mean, I didn't meet many boys as religious as my family was. and <clears throat> But I knew a lot about God, but I didn't know God. Mm-hmm. I knew all the stories, but I didn't know the person. And I definitely hadn't, you know, his, he hadn't come and captured my heart yet, that's for sure. And I, I love how you said, uh, Wesley, that the love of God compels me, you know what I mean? But, but if I don't even know the love of God, how am I compelled? You know, and the thing is, is that and now all of a sudden I know the love of God and it does compel me and it does make me give and it does cause me to to walk in his statutes. This is what Ezekiel 36 It says, I'm going to give you a new heart and that new heart is going to cause you to walk in my statutes. Right. Why? Well, because I've been affected and infected by the love of God and I finally am now doing god's will instead of just hearing about it right and not doing it
2: brad right? said last night that when he was at the home of grace uh, what was it you learned I how to
4: i learned how to read my bible really the first time that i had ever sat down and read and, my and bible. you
2: finished that program
4: i finished that program yeah um and I, the first time i sat down and read my bible and i i got a lot of understanding about it that i didn't have before but I've slowed down more and I've gotten older, not much older, but a couple of years older now. And I've I've learned how to study in my Bible and and get down to the roots and apply it to my life and to my situation a lot better than I ever have before. And it's, I mean, what we do here at the Freedom Center, what we did at Home Grace, I've spent probably what most people would spend in the last in in those six months period of time about what you would normally spend about six years worth of Bible study if you was just yeah. going to church three times a week, you know. Well, uh, how
2: many church you been in in the last ten weeks, Brad?
4: Oh my goodness, we've been in twenty or thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Saturation, yeah. and then
2: then all kind of group meetings and stuff. Yeah. Well,
3: and no, look, I mean, these guys, I mean, Jeffrey there's one of the guys in these in in our program he said you know i kind of did the math up front and he said uh i might get about you know 450 hours or so of bible study why he, he goes y'all could probably pump the brakes on some of that and, and and this is what and this is what i told him i said listen no no that's our whole program faith comes by hearing god has to start talking to you guys. And we don't have any we ain't got no other we ain't got nothing else going on. If you're if you'll start hearing from God and when God grants you the ears to hear and he grants you the eyes to see mm. and he <laughs> makes the breakthrough in your heart, everything else is easy. All we're doing is just loving you and holding our arms around you until God finally talks to you. And we're putting you in an environments where you're going to hear it 450 hours worth by the time you get out. <laughs> That's it, Bobby
1: when God starts moving on these guys, you see them start squirming in their seats and it starts to expose things. And it ain't always comfortable. And as Brad said, it's humbling, but we got big Ralph over there loving on them in those moments. And it's uh, it's just a blessing to be and, part of, I think.
4: And oddly enough, what ends up happening, if it did with me, and I've heard other people say that it happened with them as well, whenever something starts getting on you and you're really, getting convicted by what's being said and stuff well the next guy that you talk to is going to be talking about that too and then the next guy you're talking about is going to be talking about that too so about for three weeks there it was just man they was giving me the gut punches every every time that i turned around you know well brad you're
2: you're number nine to graduate for us tonight we're excited uh man that that's really exciting uh i'll, I'll be honest we you out of the nine that has graduated. The ones that are doing well today Is the ones that Got back home them. Took it with them They found a church They stayed in support groups I'm, You know, you graduate in the Freedom Center tonight You don't graduate living free You, you continue, just phase one Yeah, you just continue to show up And stay a part of living free Whether it's here in our, You know, we got a living free meeting there In Boonville the East Boonville Baptist Church On Wednesday nights uh, we, we all need support we all, because uh, this is just a start, you know, and this is kind of to get you prepared to go home and face reality and, and respond in a lot better way than we have before. And You told me the other day, you said, Tommy, I ain't responded very well in a lot of things. But, it, you know, the good news is I want to give you this verse, and then we're going to take another break. Uh, this is coming out of Joel. Uh, it says, Then I will make up to you for the years, it says swarming locusts is eating creeping locusts, the stripping locusts, and gnawing locusts. Brad, you could name yeah, the time that the meth ate me up, the time the cocaine took away from me, the time the volumes took me out of the race. The, the time, time my
3: anger took my me anger out, you know, and, yeah, my control uh, problems, uh, all, this stuff all that me. nonsense. Those were but, all locusts that were destroying yeah, your life.
2: But in verse 26 is the good news. You will have plenty to eat and be satisfied. If I know one thing about men, we like to be satisfied. Amen. No matter what it involves, we like to be satisfied. And the Lord says you can be satisfied. And He'll restore to you the years this this junk has took away from you. And that's our promise. That's what we're going to go on. But I'm telling you, when you go home, you have to continue to work this. We're God, going to take God,
3: God saved my father-in-law when he was 52. And you think, man, you know, when you're 52 and you've messed up 52 years, you know what I mean? What can God make of that? He saved Ralph at 60. Listen. From the time he was 52 till the time he was 82, he read through the Bible 60 times. Within 10 years, he was the associate pastor of a church and died the pastor of that church, the most beloved God that you ever met. God restored to him the years that the locusts yeah. has eaten. That Amen. promise you can yeah. take to the yeah. bank. Oh,
2: yeah. Amen. That's it. Well, guys, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and wrap it up with Brad. We're going to talk to ask him what, what his plans is when he gets home and and, uh, man, we're just thankful for you day, Brad Johnson. Be praying for Brad.
0: Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605.
2: Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson. Memorial Day is coming, and gone, but the sale of car and mattress furniture outlet will continue. Recliners starting at 2 dollars Two-piece living room suits 4 dollars Mattresses on sale, adjustable beds on sale. And also we have over 30 inflatables to choose from for your summer parties. Call 662-287-7511 to book yours now. And you gotta remember, you gotta come three miles west of high prices to get them deals.
6: Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today fresh.
0: Now
2: back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. We welcome you back to our show, Hope. Uh, we're talking with our friend Brad Johnson. He is graduating the Freedom Center tonight. The graduation will take place at Living Free Ministries tonight at 6 o'clock. Wesley, what will that look like tonight?
1: So tonight we're going to all share from the Freedom Center. I'm going to share a little bit and kind of challenge Brad as he goes forth. Uh, Ralph's going to say a few words. And then our brother John, he's going to kind of expound on what we say. And then we're going to listen to Brad's testimony. Uh, give him an opportunity to talk to uh, all those that supported him through the journey, yeah. and then let him sing us a song too. Wait,
2: are You gonna sing that song? Which song are you gonna sing? sing? The, same well, one. We're, we're sing the same one. Everything. Everybody wants that one. Okay. We're so. What's the name of it? Where I find God. Where uh, Where I find God. Yeah,
4: I'll yeah. have to that's get on my guitar walk. for it. Yeah. Where, where do you walk. find
2: God? What? Okay. So that's tonight at six o'clock. We'll have you a meal to go, catered by our friends from Dinner Bell tonight. Yeah. Uh, so we're excited about that. Brad, I, I just hate that I'm not going to be there, man. I am I just had no clue I wasn't going to be there, man. But, man, I'm pulling for you. Uh, Brad, you're going to wake up in a new bed in the morning.
4: Yeah, unfortunately, it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I did that to well, myself. Yeah, yeah. I did that to myself, and I, I, I did, and I I you
1: you've been you've been in our bed for ten weeks, so yeah. I, don't, I don't think it, it, a little longer ain't gonna.
2: There's about four hundred and something guys out here at the correction facility that would like to trade beds with. All right. So right. there's a lot of good things about it. You're gonna wake up at uh, mom and dad's, but what uh, what's like? What are you gonna do, Brad? I mean, you're going back to work, or I mean, yeah, I'm gonna
4: go back to work. Of course, I have. I won't go back Friday, and I won't go back Monday because it's the fourth, and then uh, Tuesday I, I I plan on going back to work, which. It's conflicting, you know. I mean, shoot, I, I did what I did, and I'm going to have to face that, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that that's
3: going to be. Hey, listen, one of the things, Brad, let me just say this, because for those of you who are out there struggling, this is a common problem. Every one of our guys in, you know, uh, struggle with this. I struggle with it. I don't like to face the consequences of my sin. I don't like to. The Lord promises in Hebrews 12, if you want to read that passage, that he's going to use the suffering that I'm facing, that I, you know, I dig, I I did it. And, and all the guys are willing to face up to that, but we still don't like to feel the pain of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, and God says it feels like we're being scourged. I mean, that's by being beaten with the skin off our back, and it does feel that way. I mean, Brad's been suffering with the consequences of his sin, and it's, it's hurt him and humbled him. And, but God says, listen, here's why I'm doing it. I'm not trying to like hurt you. I mean, like, and and you hurt yourself. What I'm trying to let you do is let you feel the consequences so that it will train you into righteousness, right? So these are the things. I'm now going to build a future for me. I uh, am going to build a future. I'm going to be the man that my wife might be able to come back to. I'm going to be the man that my family's going to respect and love, yeah. right? And and that's the only thing I can do. I can plant the good seeds and I can be the man that that my wife could love. I'm going to I could be the man that my you know, wife could come back to you. I could be the man that could could restore a family and could be a fatherly man. So, and so, so I Bobby, mean, can and I That's what you're doing, brother. Oh, so we and can't I walk. Encourage you we can't walk
2: sure, a st- across the street here and buy that from the Dollar I mean, General. Man, we can't. That's it. We can't order it on Amazon we have to act or Prime it out. Time or any of that. How do we get there? How does How's a guy like Brad that's going to go back home with a lot of uncertainty? How, how to become the guy that? His wife may come by, become the guy that his kids would be proud of, his grandkids would be proud of, and become what God wants them to be. Here's the simple answer, and Wesley would
3: just say this off the top of his head: If you walk in the Spirit, you won't gratify the desires of the flesh. Walk with God, be a godly man. He's your strength. I mean, and you know, and stay humble. John three yeah. thirty. I mean, come on, I've... man. Yeah. I mean, like realize that it's Christ and I'm going to be Christ's guy I'm going to be God's guy and God's going to have to restore to me all the stuff the locust has eaten I can't restore that to me that's what we want to do I want to restore it to me I want to beg for it to be restored I want to buy it I want to hustle it I want to be mean I want to get all that back but I'm telling you what you can't restore a single thing that you've lost
2: what this show is is real life stuff we've got Brad sitting here he's just finished a freedom center 10-week program Wesley he's going home he ain't getting to go home he's going to stay with his mom and dad for a little while he's gonna go back to work Uh, there's a lot of things he's still gonna have to work on that brings a lot of pain and hurt but the promise is there God said that I can he can restore things to me and I eat plenty and be satisfied Philippians 419 says, and my God will supply my needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I, there's some things I've got to plant. Mm. There's some things I've got to do. It, you know, most of us camp out on Ephesians 2, 8, 9, and that's all we want to read. But verse 10 <laughs> says, we was created to do good works. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just telling you, Brad, I'm, I'm proud for you. Uh, we're praying for you. We, you. You're always part of our family. Uh, you know, I, I begged you to stay with me a couple more weeks anyway. Yeah, I and after I heard you sing last night, I thought you ought to stay at least another six or eight weeks. But, uh, so, man, any last thing, Brad, that well, you Well, I,
4: I really did think about hard um, staying for a little while. But the whole real truth about it is my life has to continue on as far as making money. Um even though I may not be living in a house, I still got a house to pay for. I got to pay I gotta give my wife money. I've got to do be the man that I'm supposed to be. Amen. All right, Amen. man, that's yeah. it. That's and it. And you can't so. do that until you start
3: doing that. That's well, right. Well, Brad, you gotta get up I, I and would, do the right
2: thing that, every that's
3: day. go. Brad,
1: Brad said something key earlier in the show. He said that the foundation wasn't there early on in his life and and we've we've grown in the foundation that Jesus Christ has laid in his life and and he's got to go forward with that, and, and we can't do it for him. And like you said, Tommy, he can't go by it. It's all in Christ. It's all on God's time and not our time. And and I, my hope for today for Brad is just to stay humble and trust that, no matter what mm-hmm. it looks like. He said he didn't respond in healthy ways. That's going to be the first challenge that you have as you go out. Is, yeah. is trust responding. the process, brother? There's You've a first that
4: Christ comes to is the mind, process. Yes, study sir. to show thyself approved. There you go.
2: Well, guys, we want to invite you out to Living Free tonight. Uh, Freedom Center graduation again. It's a big deal to us, so we make it a big deal. Uh, Brad'll be singing. He'll be sharing. Our our, our leadership team'll be sharing about it. It's about an hour long graduation thing. So we're excited about tonight. But uh, be praying for Brad. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he tomorrow's reality, and starts a different journey he's been on the last ten weeks. So we we always close with prayer. We we want to pray and close out. Wesley, uh, why don't you c- close us in praying and pray for a friend, Brad?
1: Let's uh, let's pray, Heavenly Father, Lord. We're just grateful for another blessed day, for a beautiful day you've given us. Uh, we're thankful for the time that we've had with Brad. I pray, Lord, that your uh, your will in his life would be, would become real, Lord. It would just be evident that your love can bring him forth to. Uh, to meet the purpose that you've laid before him, Lord, that he can go and be the man for his family that you've called him to be, that you can give him that new identity in Christ that that he can uh, conquer these, these tasks ahead of him, Lord, and you would be glorified in that. And we thank you for Jesus, Lord. And it's in his name we pray. Amen.
6: Amen.